0: Thing. It's like a podcast, but it's a vodcast, so you can listen and watch. It's like news talk or sports talk, but it's life talk, so we can walk the road together. On today's show, best-selling author and pastor Max Lucado joins us to talk about unshakable hope found in God's promises.
1: To talk myself back off the ledge into a place of hope, so it's an unshakable hope, because it's, it's, it's unshakable. Because right. it's built not upon not what you. I do, right. exactly, but it's upon upon the goodness of God.
0: Thanks for joining the conversation. Here we go. You're a brave soul to I, be... I
1: have never done anything like that.
0: <laughs> Thanks for being here. Why now? and we're in Dallas, and about 4 o'clock, I don't know, 5 o'clock, traffic starts right about... Headed now, toward it?
1: the airport, right?
0: Yes, and we are here to talk about your new book, which I'm so excited about. Yes. Max Lucado has spent the last 40 years telling the story of God's grace in books, in pulpits, on broadcasts, on music tours. He was dubbed America's pastor by Christianity Today, and the New York Times named him one of the most influential leaders in social media. In his latest book, Unshakable Hope, Max shares truth about God's promises and their undeniable power to daily inform life. Yes. And it's called Unshakable Hope, which really... Just right there and in all of itself, just the title is so filled yeah. with hope and the fact that it could be unshakable. We'd like to know how.
1: Hope is a good word. Isn't
0: hope it? is a great it word. Is. It's
1: a good word. Uh, to those of you on my Facebook page, they are so kind to let me just kind of, you know, log in and uh this this is k i'm
0: k wyma this This is aaron Aaron. schreier and we um we are in the car all the time they do this a lot so we do what we do and that is multitask because that's what moms do right you you wouldn't
1: believe the setup in here i've I've done uh, hundreds and hundreds of interviews I've never done anything. You haven't
0: like done this. anything with dirty you, socks. You wouldn't
1: believe what's <laughs> propping these. I, 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 we probably don't want to tell you what's propping. If it flips over, it d- don't freak. Okay, <laughs>
2: I'm if, just saying. Mom's know how to improvise. That's the <laughs> <a> truth. That's the <laughs> truth. So
1: yeah. So so I'm in Dallas today, and um, and we are talking about Unshakable Hope. It's a book that comes out in August. Uh, for for uh, for those who want to wait, or if you want to go online of course you can pre-order but the bigger big idea is uh is is that uh we we just desperately need some hope we do yes. we do and uh i think our society has has really lost it's got kind of kind of got a hope leakage going on mm-hmm. and well, i uh, love
0: that a hope and,
1: leakage and so what, what i what i did is i, I took uh the big idea of the book is to build your life on God's promises instead of on life's problems or pain. We tend to build our lives on pain. We tend to build our lives on problems. Uh, But what if we what if we did something different? What if instead of building our lives on the bad things that happened that we got so acquainted with the promises of God in the Bible that we just built our lives on them and when something difficult came our way rather than Go down the pathway of despair. We learn to return quickly to a promise because we've imbe- embedded it in our heart, and we build our life right there. I love that. It's a simple idea. I and
0: you, that. in the book, go through the promises. And um, how many promises? Because there's thousands. There are of promises. There are
1: yeah, there's there's well over seven thousand promises in the Bible, so this book has seven thousand chapters. No.
0: <laughs> I'm So excited
1: about that. I've never heard of two never, line chapters yeah. before. <laughs> it takes up I a whole that. library in Dallas. No, I, I um uh, you know, I'm in my fortieth year of ministry. Now I started in 1978, and early in my ministry, somebody said, "You know, you need to memorize promises," and and it's just a simple idea of, of capturing some promises and making them a part of your heart, part right? Your life. And so I've done that for years, and and I've found that in my own life, and in in ministry, there are some go-to promises. Mm-hmm. And, and so what I did is I took those, and and uh, really the idea is to create a menu of promises. But to whet an appetite so that you, Kay, and you, Aaron, or anybody would create their own list of promises uh, and, and memorize those passages and let them become a part of, of how you think and how you, how you process the challenges of life.
0: Can you go a little bit into the yeah. Promise Keeper? Because in order to yeah. believe a promise, it's helpful to know who yeah. made the promise.
1: Absolutely. Everything depends upon the validity of God's ability yes. to keep a promise. Right. You know, and um, that's which what, might
0: be hard because that, I don't think we're hard. used to being able to trust people.
1: Exactly, and it might be hard because we have distorted images of of who, oh, who yes. God is and how His promises uh, come to us. Some right. of His promises are conditional. Uh, you know, guaranteeing the blessing. Of if we do good things, but burdens if we disobey. And so not all of the promises are uh, necessarily, uh, you know, happy, good mood type of promises. But understanding that God governs the world according to promises, I think is really important.
0: Yeah, it's hard to. He is faithful. Like it's he is faith- the one that yep. never, he can't be unfaithful. It'd be counter to his character. Yep. And so when you think of the promises that really touched your life and that you think speak into people's lives today, what are, what's one or two that are the top?
1: I, I, I would, I seem like every couple of weeks I'm going to uh, a promise that says, joy, Sorrow may come with the night, but joy comes with the morning. That's, so that's just good. such a beautiful promise out of Psalm chapter 30. And I like it because it acknowledges that sorrow comes yes. uh, and, and there's no passage in Scripture that begins to suggest that there's a life with no sorrow that right. it just doesn't happen uh, but what we can say if you're in the middle of a season of sorrow is that joy will come right. it, it'll come with the morning and there's a morning that's coming And and what I what I sense is that we're living in a society that's so depleted of hope yes. that people just don't think life gets any better than this. I don't know if you ever saw that movie, As Good as It Gets. It's been out a, okay, a long time Okay, As Good now. as It Gets was that the one with Jack
0: Nicholson? Yeah, in it? Yeah. Oh yeah, and Greg Kinnear. Yeah. Who is in it's, so it's many great? It's probably 15 yeah. years old,
1: right? It's an old movie, so I'm an old guy. But <laughs> but I, I remember that title because he. Jack Nicholson played this character who struggles with uh, he, he, he struggles with despair because of some uh, mental challenges he has. And, and at one point, he goes into his, the office of his psychologist, and everybody in there is full of problems. The, in the waiting room, is full of problems. And he looks around at all these people, and he says, what if this is as good as it gets? Oh, you mm. guys. Remember that?
0: I do remember that.
1: I think that's what a lot of people think. They look around at this world that we're in, and they say, well, what if this is as good as it gets? It ain't that good. And that, yeah. that results in despair. And so what God's promises do is God's promises acknowledge that this is a hard world in which we live. But it's going to get better. But there's a loving God. But there's some solutions coming. And So if a person doesn't have that, where do they turn? That's why I think the the church as a whole, we could could benefit from getting reacquainted with the promises in the Bible. Mm -hmm.
0: So much so.
1: we can really get reacquainted with them and it would be good for us. And um, it's interesting that this whole idea of promises uh, begins at the very beginning and goes all the way to the very end. You know, the very beginning you have uh, God saying, let us create mankind in our own image. I think that's a promise. I think at the very end, uh, God is making all things new. I think that's a promise. You could you could argue that the Bible begins and ends and is stitched together all the way through, with with wonderful promises, mm-hmm. uh, promises for forgiveness of sin, promises that all things work together for good, promises that what's intended for evil, uh, God can turn into good. You know right. to these promises that 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 are so much better for us to digest into our our system uh, than than just the words of despair and, and frustration. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I love. Um, I was looking through all of the the twelve promises that you go through in the book, and you had me sold it at the very first one about um, us being made in God's image, and that's something that we've done several shows about here with the Say Something Show. Just all of the noise that we all hear about how you have to look a certain way, you have to, you know, do this or do that or be this or be that. Talk to us a little bit about um, why it matters, why, why that promise of being made in God's image matters,
1: and especially in this day and age of social media. Oh, you're right. I, I don't know what it'd be like to be a teenager these days, and and see everybody's high point real right. you know their the comparison. all the comparison that happens it's a
0: challenge it's a significant challenge and the mom's walking alongside yeah and the family's walking alongside because you get this idea that you know you have to present something that looks a certain way and everyone knows that the real stuff is behind it but it's almost too hard to look at the real stuff because yeah. the stu- the picture is is just blaring at us yeah. right
1: and and, and and the scorecard it oh, creates, my you gosh. know, you have how many followers, yeah. they got how many oh, retweets. Kids, that's
0: brutal. It's really. Oh, boring. right. And now they have separate accounts. Like they'll have two or three accounts on Instagram. They'll have a real one and then fake ones. Oh, really? And then the it followers really that, yeah, it's yeah. it keeps going and going.
1: <laughs> well, that that particular promise I think is very relevant. It says uh, it, it has God saying let us create mankind in our own image. So this means that every person, every single person carries within them the divine spark. Now, mm-hmm. Some of the image of God is within every single person. Um, so this changes the way I look at myself. Right. Even, even if I don't like myself, I don't get the final vote. God has decided mm-hmm. that I am worth carrying some of his image. Now, no doubt that image gets tainted and tarnished. But, uh, but, but the whole idea of, of of following God is to have that image, uh, the, the the tarnish wiped away, so yep. that the image of God comes out. Now, whether I think I'm worthy of that or not is immaterial. Mm, you know, that's a
0: great immaterial. point. And
1: I don't, I don't get to vote. Maybe I don't think I'm worthy of it. I don't get a vote. God has determined. That I am worthy of carrying His image into the world. So it changes the way I view myself, mm-hmm. but I think it really changes the way we view other people.
2: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice.
0: What a great way to put that into practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I mean, imagine, imagine a society wow. where every That's person powerful. viewed another person as created in the image of God. Right. What, what would that do to a Me Too movement? You know, what would that do to racism? Be
0: so What would that do to?
1: Uh, to polarization according to ethnic background, wow. I, I think it would that that single truth uh, that emerges from that first promise in the Bible that every single person carries within them something of God, whether they've accepted it, whether they've rejected God or not, uh, every person carries within them something of God. I think we as Christians can learn this. We tend to look. We have been known to look down our noses at people, or to look, or keep people at a distance because of uh, you know some false superiority. That's hogwash. Every person is made in the image of God, and so it's we get so these powerful. promises into our conversation, and it, it really I think can change change the way mm-hmm. we view life.
0: And the freedom. Gosh, if you're considering for a moment someone other than yourself gets yeah. your eyes off yourself which is a gift too. Absolutely. Was there a promise that was repeated more than another one out of I, the 7,000 that you wrote about? That is, I don't think
1: I've been asked that question. <laughs>
0: a stumper here a stumper on up. 635. <laughs> we can, we can shelve that one.
1: No, no, but you know what? I think there are categories of promises. Okay that repeat, uh, repeat themselves. Uh, the, the promises of God's steadfastness and His faithfulness, you could stack a whole category of those. The promises of God's love, which is unique, I think, to the Judeo-Christian mindset, that nobody else advances the cause of a God who knows us and loves us. Right. What a wonderful discovery. That's yes. a life-changing discovery. And then uh, wonderfully unique to the New Testament, are the promises of forgiveness. Right. Forgiveness that, that He is faithful and just to wash away our sins. Uh, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, we're saved by grace through faith, not by works, so that no one can boast. Amen. All of these promises about forgiveness were so essential to us because we were not equipped with a, a, a guilt flushing mechanism, we don't have a guilt kidney okay, that Ooh. gets this toxic. Guilt out of us, so we need we need that to come as a gift from God. Mm. Uh, So those are very very essential because we tend to be so hard on ourselves and not forgive ourselves. I know that
0: you looked at. when you went through these promises too you considered specific how they affected specific people in scripture yeah was there a story that stuck out to you yeah with one of these you're right
1: yeah, that, that's observant on your part because every chapter uh, uh, not only did we explore a promise but i found a bible character that that demonstrated that
0: Well but i love how relatable all of that is and i know yeah. when we hit a character you only get a certain portion of their life But still it's a human life like it's a human who is flawed just like we are and we're not in it alone for goodness sake okay so which one sticks out
1: mary magdalene i think the promise of mary magdalene and that that was the psalm 30 and verse 5 promise that weeping may come through the night but joy comes with the morning remember she was the one who mistook the resurrected christ for the gardener which is such a fascinating story and and, and she's the one who stood outside the tomb weeping, right. weeping. So weeping came to her and the angel said, the one you're seeking is not here, he is risen. And she said, tell me where he is, I'll go get him. Right. <laughs> what, what loyalty on her part is that she could carry him. She assumed he was dead. So her world had come to an end. And then Jesus appeared to her and uh, spoke her name. And that's when she recognized who he was that's just a beautiful uh, a beautiful story story.
0: and just even the story because she was she was um her life was over when she met him
1: yeah yeah she was um you know, she suffered from seven demons, the scripture says. Mm. And Who knows what that means? Seven afflictions yeah. of some sort. Um, many people assume that she was a prostitute. Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. We just really aren't told. But we well, are told she that sure once was she, isolated yeah, and... when, when she met Christ, her, her world changed. Mm-hmm. And so her world collapsed at the crucifixion.
2: Right.
1: Uh, and uh, when she came to the tomb on that Sunday morning, on that Easter Sunday, she, she wasn't expecting to see a resurrected Christ, so her. She, no wonder she was weeping. And what? And, and you talk about a, a beautiful demonstration of God's love of all the people, of all the people uh, to whom to reveal Him for Himself to first. She never wrote an epistle. She didn't become an right. apostle. And, you know, it's, it's not like. I guess the only reason is he just he cared for her.
0: He, what well, goes to what you said before yeah. the aspect of love that certainly isn't. I mean, we have such a hard time loving ourselves.
1: Yeah. Hey, this is really fun. This is. Do you want? Is your phone still working? Do you want to check that? Lost in
0: conversation.
1: Lost in conversation, but we're (laughs) back. Exactly. I hope. I hope somebody's still watching. If not, we'll never know. <laughs>
0: That's all right. We are sure excited to have you here in the car in Dallas, Texas, on right. the way to the airport. On the way. And that you've stopped through and that
2: you're just sharing with us about your new book. Um, and so, unshakable Hope, I, you mentioned earlier, and I agree completely. Everybody, Everybody's looking for hope. I feel like, in particular, now in this day and age, the world just seems hard in a lot of ways. And uh, I, sp- I think we're all looking for hope. Um, what I think will be the real attractor, though, is un- the unshakable part. Yeah. So talk more about that. I mean, how, how does how is it unshakable? How do we get that unshakable part? Because I really, that to me is the, the key differentiator. I think people get hopes and bursts. And really what we all want is uh, make it a little bit more sustainable. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, two or three ideas on that. One is the famous parable of Christ. Uh, where Jesus said that there's really two kinds of people in the world. There the, are the people who build their lives on a solid foundation, and there are people who build their lives on the sandy soil. Okay. For both people, uh, when they build their houses on the foundation or the soil, the storm comes. So the storms come to everybody. Okay. Storms come to every person, come to it. rich people, poor people. Uh, educated people, uneducated people, that come to every person. The only difference is, have I built my life on something solid? Now, what is solid? There's the question right there. Uh, the scriptural answer to that question is, you build your life on the Word of God. Jesus' response there, when on that parable, is, "Blessed is the person who hears my word and believes in it, or applies his life or her, her life to it." And so. Promises are a practical way of learning to build my life on God's word. Again, there's seven thousand okay. of them in the Bible, but that it, the Bible can feel like a daunting book right. to people. It's just so, how do I study Leviticus or right. Revelation? Well, one way to study the Bible is to take promises. That yeah. st- idea did, certainly didn't begin with me. I mean, there are many books on, on God's promises. Find one that works for you. Find some avenue into these promises. The Bible calls them the great and precious promises of God. Those are the words of the Apostle Peter. Wow. They're great. They're wonderful. And they're precious. They're like, like diamonds. So find them and, and begin to, instead of giving in to the problem of life, begin to have a promise that meets every problem. A practical one would be Romans 8.1 for there is now therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. At some point over the next foreseeable future, uh, I'm gonna stumble, I'm gonna fumble, I'm gonna mess up, I'm gonna say something I regret or do something I shouldn't do, okay? That's not good. I've got to be able to manage that, to filter that failure. Right. If I don't know how to filter that failure, that failure will suck me under. Yep. I'll begin to define my life according to the failure, right. or, I'll be, I'll, 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 or I'll begin to uh, allow that failure to begin to uh, convince me there is no good God, because no good God could ever forgive the mistakes that I've made. We could get mm, in right. these endless cycles of thought. Now, rather than go that direction, what if, what if I have uh, tucked this promise away in my heart and I say, okay, Lord, I'm so sorry. I, I screwed up. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have gone there. I shouldn't have responded that way. But I believe Romans 8. Right. There is now, therefore, no condemnation. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not condemned. Maybe I stumbled, right. but I'm not condemned. So immediately that keeps me from going out on the ledge. Right. It gives me the tools with which to talk myself back off the ledge into a place of hope yes. so it's an unshakable hope because it's it's, a, it's unshakable because right. it's built not upon not what you. I do right. exactly but it's upon upon the goodness of God.
0: I think no. people struggle with believing
1: yeah
0: it's yes I the promise is great but do I believe it yeah. and I think that's a hard I think that's hard, but from what I hear from you, the repeating of it and the, yeah. the looking at it and the, and watching him come through with these people who are equally as yeah. confused, yeah. weak.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I, and I understand that. And you're not alone if you have trouble believing. You right. I mean? You mean you're, you, you've got the patron saint of the Apostle Thomas. Oh, isn't that the truth? That's had, a great who had, one. Who had trouble believing, and that's okay. Jesus never turned away a sincere seeker. He never did, never does. It makes me
0: think of the one that said, "Help me in my
1: unbelief." Help me in my unbelief. Help me in my unbelief. We bought this trash can, and and my wife got this trash can. And it, it, you run your, you you hover your hand over the top of it, and the lid pops up. Have you ever seen it? I have So I asked Dean I asked my wife. I said, "Honey, does this work?" I said, I don't think that's going to work. If I put my hand over yeah. it, you mean it's going to open? And she said, Try it. Try it. And I thought, Now that's the response
0: You're right. for doubt.
1: Just try it. That's try it. You know what? Response. I tried it, and, and it opened. And so what I would say to people who I have trouble believing that. the promises of God, just well, just try it I can't, you know. It. There's just put it to use. You know, I the next time that. you feel like the world is out of control, don't give in to the chaos. Given. Instead to Romans 8, 28 Right.
2: You know? We need to we need a hashtag just try it. Just try it. <laughs> just try it. It's the Nike approach. Just do it. Here,
1: here I here am I know, and I'm airport. always like,
0: does my toll tag work or not work?
1: We're at going to DFW. Although I'm not catching a flight, am I? I don't
0: know. I don't we're think so. We're just your Uber for today. You're I my know Uber. That's right. I You're think my we're Uber. We're just dropping you off at the Day hotel. hotel so would love just. You know what? One thing we did want to ask you which we ask our guests and so we're going to pull into the airport. But we would love from you if you've got it, just five tips or however many you'd like to do on a joy-filled life. And we okay. know one of them okay. for sure is resting on God's promises. Yeah. Yeah. The max Lucato.
1: Yeah. Tips yeah. to a
0: joy-filled life. Can
1: I do, can I get started on that right now? You bet. Which by the way, I'm in favor of I am in favor of happy people. I read a statistic the other day that said that the, uh, the, there is a happiness quotient. And who knows oh, where right. all these studies come uh-huh. from, but but right now only 33% of people in the United States would grade themselves
0: it's happy wow. in 2018, 33 percent. And, and, and the
1: highest it's ever been was about five years ago and it was 36%. So this means that two out of three people. Don't have enough joy in their life to check yes on the happy box.
2: Goodness. That's
1: sad. not very good, is it? No. So I think we're in dire need, not just of hope, but of happiness. I'm a I I'm that. a big fan of being happy, you I know. Like yep. I think I think when you're happy you're a better leader. I For think sure. when you're happy you're healthier. Yeah. When you're happier you're able to forgive people more. But the key is building your happiness again on something that's not. Right, you're right. Well, truly,
2: if people have more hope, don't you think they're happier as well? I mean, if if there's no light at the end of the tunnel, it's it's far more challenging to be happy. Yeah,
1: yeah. The surest way to find happiness is to give happiness to other people, I think. The surest way to to find happiness is to, altruism or generosity uh, activates, we're told, and by people who study the brain, that it activates the very part of our brain that a good meal does or, or, or a happy conversation does yeah. so generosity uh doing good does good for the doer they say so if you yes. want if you want to be happy just do something good for somebody yeah. and that does something immediately get your mind off yourself
2: you uh, right it
1: causes that part of your brain to to be activated and so have I, you, have so you
2: seen that study that um, I think I think Harvard did it? I can't recall for sure, but um, they actually put an MRI mm-hmm. on people's brains and yeah. they watched the brain activity when that. people did nice things for other people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it and it you could see like literally the literal warming of their brain.
1: You would, wouldn't you? I've read of another one where uh, ten people were had the MRI scans, you know attached to their to their brains and they were told that a uh, hundred dollars of their checking account was going to the homeless shelter and so uh, the minute that happened then the positive parts of their brain really? kicked up yeah Ugh. I need to fix my phone I'm about to run out of battery there we go running low
0: running low running out okay so happy
1: oh happy okay first of all find a promise
0: okay yep
1: and build your life on it secondly next time you have a problem find a promise to match it number three pray a promise pray mm. a promise when you pray say Lord you said you said oh, all that's... things work together for good uh... not that God needs the reminder but we, we need the reminder and I right. think the devil does and I think when yeah, we pray the you devil you say it out loud yeah and then number four Uh, Do something good for someone else, Mm. and then number five, I would say, assume something good is going to come out of this. Don't Mm. just—I tend to assume something bad is going to happen. I'm not proud of that tendency. Do you think that's
0: human nature to do do that? But but
1: but but also think it's a a thought process that we can change.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Taking thoughts captive.
1: That's good. I really love good. it. Thank you. Thank you. This, Thank you so much. This came with iced tea. It did, I it's a, a good know.
0: iced tea. <laughs> and yeah. we, where is the iced tea? Oh yeah, it's from East Hampton. So if you're in Dallas, go by East Hampton. I'm kind of sad because their cups like don't have the logo right now. But, right. And they're not our sponsor. We have fake we sponsors. We have unofficial Do sponsors. Do you really? Yes, just oh, all the time. They're fake. Depending upon what we would like for the day, because it could be sprinkles, cupcakes, because you know those make you happy. Those do, don't they? (laughs) Yes, they do. do. So, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Yep, thank you guys.
0: Until next time. Thank you. Thanks again for joining the conversation. We love hanging out with you guys. Want to stay connected? Like or follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, or follow us on Instagram. See you next time on Say Something.